Hey, what's going on, my friends? Welcome to another episode of the Awaken Life Podcast. You know me, my name is Victor, and I am here with my wonderful wife, Patty. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to talk about how to increase and trust your intuition. This is, they're both very important, obviously. Um, a lot of us are not living as intuitively as we could. You know, your intuition is something that deepens and grows. As you go forth on your awakening journey, you develop more and more sensitivity and more and more experience and consequently discernment between your actual inner guidance versus your egoic suggestions. So we're going to talk about that. And then maybe equally as important is how to trust your intuition. This is something a lot of people, a lot of people I talk to are super intuitive, way more psychic than I am but they don't trust their intuition. They have too many doubts, too many naysayers in their lives, and therefore they don't act on their own awesome guidance and their lives are not nearly what they could be. But, you know, trusting your inner guidance, which many times will go against common logic and, <laughs> you know, reasoning, Yeah, it's not always easy, and I, I get that as well. So we're going to share with you some things that I think will help you in both of these very important areas. You'll have to bear with us. It is very early in the morning. We woke up at, I woke up at three in the morning. How about you? Yeah, I was awake at that point. I, in fact, I woke up before Bash came in. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what time that was, but it was early. Yeah, our son <laughs> came in, Sebastian. And plus I, I had woken up and then he came in and he's a squirmy guy. Yeah, yeah. He likes to kind of snuggle, which is fine. But for me, it, it doesn't lead to a good night's sleep. Right. And when he tries to lay sideways on top of you, like he was doing to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It, yeah was, so. it was wonderful. So here we are. <laughs> right <laughs> early. Yay. So number one is this. This is so important. I think will help a lot of you is I wrote down discover your Claire. Your Claire, meaning there are many different ways that you can perceive your intuition and actually translate it. Mm -hmm. Some people are clairvoyant. Mm -hmm. That means they can sort of see visions. They can close their eyes and within their mind's eye or their third eye, they can literally see images, people, shapes, you know, things that represent messages to them. And a lot of people hear about the clairvoyance and say, well, I'm not very psychic. I don't have any of that. Well, you might be a clairaudient where you hear voices, you hear your intuition. That's kind of like one of the things I have, or clairsentient, mm -hmm. which is what a, a lot of people are, where you just feel the energy. You can sort of intuitively pick up on the, the energies of places and just sort of have your own, your again, your own interpretation of a situation or a person or an idea based on how it feels. Or there's claircognizance, which most of you guys are. That's where you just know stuff without knowing why or how you know it. That's hmm. one of the ones I have as well. Yeah. So the idea is to really like look at your yourself and say which one tends to be the way I receive information. And then rather than looking at other people and comparing yourself, you roll with that and you start embracing that. And then that there, whatever your clear is, it'll deepen and become more and more obvious. And it's, it, I think it just can be helpful not to expect to be a jack of all trades. You're probably gonna have one or two that really work for you and some that don't work at all, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. So my love, what would be your Claire if you had to uh, guess? Um, well, I'm definitely clairaudient. I, yeah. I do get messages uh, auditorily, like through my hearing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and I'm, I would say I'm probably like the last, the same, the last three. Claire Cognizant. Claire Cognizant. Yeah, you forgot him, didn't you? It's okay. Yeah, and Claire, <laughs> what was the, Claire Sentient? Claire Sentient's like where you feel the vibes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm all three of those. And I don't Claire really Cognizant see. as well, where you yeah. just know stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of us are the intuitive people. I think most people are Claire Cognizant. They just don't know what it is. It can be, yeah, because it's not, a lot of times people look for their psychic perceptions from their mind. Mm-hmm. And they don't, it's it's usually very subtle. Like I just sort of sense or mm-hmm. have a hunch or just, I just kind of, I feel like I know this mm-hmm. answer, but the mind is like waiting for some, you know, an angel to appear and say, here's what to do next, Victor. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people think that being psychic is where they have visions and that's like a misconception as right. to what, um, being psychic actually is for most people and some people so do many. yeah i mean everybody has the ability to to uh tap into that aspect of them you know right even right. people you would think like they're so not connected but they still they'll be like i don't know it just didn't feel right go you yeah. know yes you know yeah in fact, it was funny whenever I would coach people, a lot, so many people, or even work with people and do like a one-on-one Skype session as uh-huh. I used to do. Yeah. People would bring, present to me a situation that they were like puzzled by. And I'd always ask, I'd say, what do you think it means? Mm-hmm. And they would almost always know. But they're, again, they're not looking at that as like solid and therefore they're still seeking some kind of more tangible, uh, you know, what does Victor think or, or whatever or right. or or some kind of literal interpretation when all the while they, they, they already knew, they knew. Mm-hmm. but again, it, it's usually very subtle for people, but I think it could be very helpful for people to understand that you're probably going to have w- one of these psychic senses that you're sort of predisposed to be talented with yeah. and just sort of look at your life. Do you just sort of sense the energy of places? Then start trusting that, start really expecting that. Mm-hmm. Or do you see visions? Work on that, you know, really just embrace Whatever it is your Claire is. And, mm-hmm. and don't worry if you don't have all of them, which most people don't. Yeah. <clears throat> Number two is to ignore other people's stories, I said, because that can really put in very rigid ideas of how their intuition should yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, for sure. I totally agree with that because I have a um, an, a specific situation. I have a good friend of mine, Irina, if you're listening, love you, mama. Um, she's very clairvoyant and she does have visions and, um, she's very open about it, at least with me. Um, and she came with me to Peru and my other friend who came was like, I don't, I I don't understand why I don't see things like she does. And I'm like, I don't see things like she does. I'm like, most people don't see things like she does. She is a unique being. We all are. And that's her strength. Yeah. You know, our strengths are other in other directions, mm-hmm. you know? <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. It's just like it's similar stories with me and Aaron. Aaron's always like very, whenever we go to like and do our ayahuasca or go to Rhythmia, he's always very intrigued by my experiences. He's like, so how was it? Was it visual? What'd you see? What was it like? <laughs> because for him, the experience, though it can be extremely visual as it is for me sometimes, mm-hmm. for other people, it's not visual at all. And for him, it's really not. He right. said for him, it's just like he feels an energy and mm-hmm. a vibration. And then there's intuition and there's like energy exchanges going on. 
Um, but that for him is just as valid. It's just as productive and helpful and insightful mm-hmm. as me seeing something with the ayahuasca or intuition in general. Right. I, th- I also think that the definition of vision can be pretty broad. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a picture that comes into your like in front of you. It can just be a thought that comes in at picture form in your mind. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be something so like tangible like you we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people again, they they're looking for their their intuition from their the perspective of their mind and their mind yeah. for most of us is sort of cluttered with all these other people's experiences which may have nothing to do with how the individual receives information and it can really just block it when you're looking for specifics. Mm-hmm. You become blinded to what's happening already. Right. You yeah. know. Mm-hmm. In fact, just to kind of go a little further, like me and Patty recently did this awesome channeling course. And as I was going through it, I was having an amazing experience. Remember mm-hmm. that first day mm-hmm. I, I experienced my, uh, all my grandparents sort of came through as my mm-hmm. spirit guides, which yeah. is beautiful. But I know the way I was sort of, we'll say, communicating with them and relating with them, I knew, I was thinking in the, in the moment, I was thinking a lot of people w- could have this but would miss it because mm-hmm. it's so subtle. You really mm-hmm. have to kind of go with your imagination and be sort of silly and open right. with it. Well, that's what she talks about too in the, sh- in the Betsy, course. Is the, like, the yeah, trainer, Betsy, yeah. yeah. She says to be a fool for God, right? Is that what yeah, she exactly, says? Exactly, which yeah. is so awesome. It's so, yeah. it's a very relevant piece of advice that's spot on. Yeah, because, you know, um, when I went through it, I actually did have some sort of like visual aspects of it like I'm behind my eyelids and Mm, and whatnot um which is why we had a very different experience because then I started focusing on that and trying to like go into that Mm -hmm. when it was really just meant to be like a quick short thing you know just to get my my uh release my um rigid expectation right right so yeah my friends like really for, for one, allow your own experience to be as it is. And two, definitely check yourself if you find that you're becoming, getting what people call journey envy or like uh, where you're like envying other people's experiences. Yeah. And, and then call, because of that definition of, well, they're having this experience and I'm not, therefore I'm less than. And right. Going yeah, release the, those definitions because they do not serve you. You no. are your own unique being and you're going to have your own unique way of communicating with your higher self and other beings and, and all that. Whatever whatever direction you want to take your psychic ability is not going to be the same as the way someone else wants to take theirs. So they have to have their own unique way of, of bringing that about for themselves, just like you do. Yeah. And when you find it, you're going to prefer what you do naturally. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. going to be like, I like that I, this happens this yeah, way. Yeah, because it, works it will for be me. easy. It'll be easy. Yeah, because and, it's your natural real. way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this number three is a big one. I wrote down, act on what you already are getting. Ooh. A lot of people, they they have a very clear next step of their life. Yeah. But their mind just says, well, you know what? I don't have enough data to take that step. I'm going to wait for more insight, more mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. And, and that's not how the intuition or higher self usually works. It says, we've given you your step. So take that and then you'll get another. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I had um, on uh, ayahuasca, the medicine told me to um, <clears throat> get into herbalism and uh, learn about Ayurveda. And um, I wrote it down and I, I said, okay, I'm going to do that. But then life happened and I was like, okay, maybe I should wait for more wait for more signs about it. <clears throat> Lo and behold, like three months goes by. And uh, I finally just said, you know what? I just need to do this because I feel like I'm not going to get any more clarity on it. I was very clearly told, do this. Right. And that was it. There was and nothing else that talked about it or anything like that. It was just, boop, do that. Okay. And I'm just, I, I, it was hard for me to just uh, go with that one time I usually need like more than one like when I when I knew I was going to be going to Peru I had multiple uh synchronicities about it um but maybe because that was a bigger a bigger step in uh, you know in a direction right. or something but yeah I don't know where I was going with that I, I think know, I, I lost my I think I made too. my point that it's like sometimes it can just be one little thing and then you're just like okay I gotta just go with that yeah, and sometimes it can be hard because that one thing is a difficult thing. Right. So you're like, all right, uh, anything else, higher self? Right. Yeah, like go to school. Well, that's a lot. That's a big task to take on. Right, or for me, yeah. it, it was close down your gym. Yeah. I put out intentions to move to San Diego for Michigan and mm -hmm. live a life of freedom and abundance and do what I love. Yeah. And it said, close down shut off your money supply. And I was like, next, you know, I, <laughs> on to the next. Uh, don't want to. Why? <laughs> nope. How is that, that. going to make any sense? <laughs> yeah. The mind's like, what? But when you feel that you got to take action on it. Yeah. And a lot of times it's not that you're not getting the signals is that you're not applying them and right. they're going to come as you take those steps. I look at it like, like the spiritual or just like the earth journey, which is sort of a partnership between us, the personality structures that we deal with and our higher being that sort of guides us through these little insights here and there, the soft whispers of the intuition. Um, and it's like the soft whispers are like a candle and you're, we're, we're in a dark cave and the candle illuminates the next step beautifully. You can see exactly where that next step is usually. You almost always know the next step, where to flow along with life. But then the mind wants to see beyond. It mm -hmm. doesn't know if it's going to, what after, what after that step? Am I going to fall? Do I turn left? I'd like to know. I'd like to, but it's just not how it works. That candle, that light only goes so far. Right. But if you take that first step, you just take that leap of faith and take the step, then <gasps> there's another step. Right. Or there's a sign that says, now go right. But you're not going to get that sign, that other guidance, if you don't take that first step. Yeah. And sometimes the first step will be very easy and sometimes it will be a bigger, more challenging thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, the important aspect of it is to not focus on how big the step might be as long as you can, you know, go on it. Right. And a lot of times the step is not even a forward step at all. It's letting something go. It's like, we're not going to tell you your step because you're carrying too much weight and this thing is coming up in your life. So let this go and then you will give you the intuition. So it's always, you always get exactly what you need, but you really got to be proactive and take responsibility and do the work and not expect to be sort of have your hand held through everything. Yeah. Which is hard because we want that. Yeah. I want that. We all do. Right. One, um, one more thing and then we can move on. I, before we met, um, I was in therapy and all that stuff. And, um, one of the phrases that I used to 
really just love was um, the bumps are what you climb on. It was like all the bumps and things and steps up take you to the top of the mountain. You just got to go, go mm-hmm. up there to get to the top. Right. You know? So like what, like the, the trials of life are like the bumps? Yeah. They yeah. kind of bump you upward. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And, and you know, uh, following intuition and can be challenging sometimes. And uh, just know it's taking you to the top of the mountain, right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it literally is. Like we have, a, I would say, with the way things are shifting on the planet, people's potential for living just an extraordinary life it's ecstatic. that potential is expanding yeah. because we're becoming more in communication with our inner guidance, our, our spirit, um, and big, amazing, literally like dream lives can be built in this lifetime. And the way to do that, the fastest way possible is through taking action on that intuition. Yeah. So it's like, it's all, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. But now number four is going to come into play because I would say, Everyone is getting the signals sent from their spirit guide, their their entourage on the other side, their mm-hmm. higher self, etc. But not everybody is as receptive as other people. So I, I wrote down number four, live a lifestyle of receptivity, meaning take care of your antenna, take care of your body, take care of your vessel. Mm. If you're if you're consciously partaking in things that are making your mind feel foggy. And, and distracted and cut off from your spirit, then, then of course, your messages aren't going to be as clear. As clear, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. how are, what are some ways that you, what are some things that you maybe would want to share that you know, help you lead a, a lifestyle of receptivity? Well, obviously, um, putting good things into your body. Obviously, I feel you much eat healthy, m- yeah. right? Really healthy. Yeah, I feel obviously much more cloudy when we have like a date night with nachos yeah. and tequila right. um, the next day. But I'm always, I, I always immediately go back to um, putting good things into my body, and um, I I do yoga and I work out a lot, and that that always helps me. Um, get into a clear state. I used to like running a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, and that would always, it didn't matter what kind of mood I was in. It always shifted my mood and put me in a really good centered, um, centered state. So, uh, I, I mean that that's, That's those are some of the things (laughs) that I do, but yeah, I think, um, the most important thing is, is putting good things in your body like what is good for you might not be good for someone else. Mm-hmm. But you, so you listen to your body and put the things that your body wants inside your body. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I say, I, I look at it like there are, I'd say there's several layers to this, a lifestyle of receptivity. One is like mm-hmm. you said, eat healthy foods that make you feel clear and energized and good. Kind of show your body some love. Um, number two is I would say, do things throughout the day that put you in the flow. Mm-hmm. And that might not be, you know, exercise related like it is for us. We happen right. to like exercise and exercise puts us in the flow. But for somebody else, it might be knitting or painting. Or oh, just yeah. Walking I used around. to knit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to knit. And that was so helpful. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Like even as a kid, I used to draw and listen to rock music in like fifth, sixth grade. And that would put me, I just knew back then it put me into my intuition. And mm-hmm. I was always able to come to peace in my life. 
yeah. and really just connect with myself. So doing things like that on a regular basis can, where you're putting yourself in that state of openness on purpose, not only for the fact that it feels nice and it's a nice way to spend your time, but mm-hmm. it's also, you can get those messages during those times. Yeah. And also, um, I really enjoy listening to music too. There's some music that's appropriate for if you're in a poor state and you, you want to just be angry and, but then when you're not in that state, it's good to listen to things that uplift you and make you feel motivated and happy. And I've been listening to a lot of music that I never in a million years would have thought that I would be listening to regularly, but that's because it, it uplifts me and it, um, it puts me in a, in a really good mental state. Mm -hmm. I would, I would say to that though, different music will uplift. Like I listen to harder music well, but it's it different for me. everyone. Yeah, exactly. it's yeah, yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't have, to, have be to be the weird stuff peaceful. I listen to. Yeah, right. it could be, um, you know, rock music or classical music or even jazz like heavy metal. Or, I know yeah. like heavy metal guys that are really down to yeah. spiritual people. Oh you know? yeah, and yeah. that that works for you know you got to find the the type of music that works for you. Yeah. To in order for that to you know it, this is all an individual process, so that's why it's important to to listen to your body and listen to what makes you feel good. It could be hard having Pantera music, you know, mm-hmm. or it could be the indie shaman stuff that I listen to. D- right. d- there is no right or wrong. It's just what works for you. Well, sorry. I had a yawn there. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to time the yawn to not affect the podcast. Uh, um, one last thing I'll say is it can be helpful to, sort of do your best to counteract the thought chatter. So anything Mm. that makes your mind quiet, because when your mind is racy or just nonstop chattering, it's very difficult to feel or perceive those subtle intuitive waves of energy that you'll feel. Um, So I meditate and I do Kundalini yoga and I've been doing cryotherapy lately that kind of puts you in your zone. You know, things that cause you to feel meditative, and where your, your thoughts sort of wind themselves down. Yeah. I would say, for me, if I don't do those things, with the things that work for me regularly, then my mind builds up a momentum, yeah. and it can become really just obnoxious. Yeah. And then from that state of headiness, I, don't, I won't receive anything. I'm yeah. just operating on mm-hmm. pure ego, so I have to keep my mind in check yeah, and some some people might have jobs that make their mind very chattery. And um, I just finished this uh, intro Ayurveda course. Um, and one of the things the teacher said was, when you go to the bathroom, don't come out until you've taken three really deep breaths in, as breathe in as, as deeply as you can, and then exhale slowly. Don't like... I don't know how loud it's going to be in the microphone, but yeah, don't be like, but you breathe in really deep, as deep as you can hold it for one second and then slowly exhale and do that three times. And that will help to move the energy through your body and relax your mind. So that way you can go about your day without getting too high strung with your daily work life. 
Yeah, that's a great that's a great suggestion of how simple it can be. How mm-hmm. you can condition something you do every day. You use the restroom, and you can use that to condition yeah. yourself to I know, tune I into that yourself. Was so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> should have a whole I was, bathroom routine video. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was really hoping that I'd be able to use what I just learned in my course. In the yeah, podcast. Patty's all psyched up. I'm surprised she didn't <laughs> want to change the topic last second. So. <laughs> Um, so lastly, and this is sort of this, I would say, is a hack, and it will work, um, is to use your intuition to help other people. When you really have an intention of helping somebody else, you'll be amazed at how intensely the universe can sort of work through you. Mm-hmm. Like I noticed when I started coaching people one-on-one, I became a, quite psychic. When mm-hmm. I was never all that psychic, mm-hmm. at least in my own opinion, I had all these different, uh, I just started getting all these different, I would say, impressions when I would talk to people. For example, I was able to always feel in my own body when somebody was touching upon their life purpose. I would get my own like spirit guide saying, yes, yes, this is it. This is their thing, Vic. Mention it to them, like as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, was, it was when I started using it for the benefit of the whole that they started to kind of amplify. Right. And yeah. I find that I use my intuition primarily for other people i use it for myself my own guidance and that's fine but Mm -hmm. for the most part me it's uh it's been on overdrive since i started sharing these insights with other people and helping them yeah i agree with that 100 percent. yeah so all right i guess that last one's not a very lengthy discussion Uh, do you have anything to add to that or no uh, what exactly was you, what you said? When you really start using your intuition, like you probably notice this, like sometimes you'll say, well, I'm getting like, uh, like when I, as an example, like I'll say, Hey babe, you should do a YouTube channel. And you say, well, I don't feel comfortable doing that. But, uh, but, but my, I was, I'll bring up the point, like I'll hear you talking to people or, or communicating with other people mm. who are reaching out for help. And I'll say, wow, you're extremely helpful to those people because they bring it out of you. Yeah. So that's what I meant. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I'm not trying to say to start a YouTube channel. No, no, just, no, no. You know I saying? know. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, I do get more, um, more psychic impressions. Yeah, I don't even know how to say it because it just comes out of my mouth. Like there's not really much thought process that goes into it. I just uh, say things sometimes and it's like people will say, oh, I needed to hear that, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I noticed this when we had a retreat mm-hmm. at our house recently yeah. that I would always sort of feel like I was, I felt guided in what to say to people sometimes when yeah. we were just talking. Like I, I, it just like, and I could tell. Sometimes it would be very helpful to them, but it wasn't some kind of obvious thing. It was just that the universe saw an opportunity where this person could benefit through some through me, mm-hmm. and that ever, anyone can have this effect. Yeah, you can just have that real genuine intention to be of service. Yeah, yeah, and then your psychic senses might turn on big time. Yeah, and then you can start having, um, you know, more psychic abilities or psychic impressions, I guess, or in- intuitive nudges if you will um in your everyday life um and it can be something as simple as just like re- like going over to someone and asking them like hey you know what book is that that you're reading or you know whatever and then that's how I met my friend Barbie and she's like the sweetest person ever and I just love her mm-hmm. you know it's like she's like I kept hearing I have to ask about your book you know yeah <laughs> and that you know I don't know. 
I don't yeah. know where I was going with that. I'm Me either. Sorry. It's, okay. it's, <laughs> it's, it's still early. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go. I know any moment the kids are going to probably wake up. I hope you guys enjoyed this. And again, I feel like the most important thing is to let your own intuition blossom in your own unique way by kind of sheltering out, you know, what you've heard or learned. Just really go within. That's an, it's an inner thing. And then mm-hmm. also following it up with action. Take action. The more you take action on your intuition, the more you get straight up. And yeah. if you want to really give it a boost, find a way to be of service to other people. And then you really see them turn on. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right, my friends. Listen, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you for listening so much. Uh, we'll be here next week. Namaste. Yeah, namaste.